Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is a little bit after one o'clock. Sorry, I'm running a little bit late. It's like 1.02 p.m. here in Crystal Lake, Illinois, but it's time for another live stream. Today is Monday, October 17th, 2022, solidly in the middle of October. And today uh, it was below freezing for my run out there today. So it's getting chilly. We're getting to that part of the year where we're switching seasons. But the important thing is it's a Monday. It's a Monday mukbang day. So today I'm going to be trying a new product. I have not had these before. I think I've had Pro Bar products before, but I've never had the Pro Bar Bolts, which are their organic energy chews. I got four flavors today. Two of them are Yerba Mate Caffeine, and two of them are just regular. But, you know, I'm getting ready for another marathon. Time to try some new snacks, so we'll give it a shot. But first, let's say hi to everyone listening in on the audio-only version of the podcast. Hopefully you have a nice and warm run today. Hopefully it's not too cold. You got to bring out the medium thickness gloves now. I'm past the thin gloves. I'm on to medium thickness gloves. It's getting chilly, so hopefully you're staying warm. And everyone watching this on YouTube later but not live, welcome to you guys as well. Hopefully you had a good day and that dinner cleanup is going smoothly for you. All right, let's see who we got in the chat here. We got Innes coming in first. Says, hi, Kapoozie and everybody. Happy Monday. Just in from a five-mile trail run with Pip that ended in the rain. Autumn is really here now. Isn't it always kind of raining over where you are, though? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel you with the change of seasons for sure. Eric the Red says hello. Leona says yo, co-fam. Hope for, hope everyone is well. Twelve hundred meter repeats on the local track. Glad it's done. That sounds brutal. Um, I just watched. Who did I? Oh, I just watched um, Ben Park's workout. It was beautiful. Was he in Italy or something like that? Iosta, somewhere like that. Um, but he had kilometer repeats. Two minute recoveries so that's fine but still kilometer repeats at some pretty fast paces uh, those shorter distances are brutal although right now i'm picking up i'm using some workouts that are a little bit different for me i'm using stuff from the jack daniels um training formula normally i keep it pretty simple it's just like threshold repeats during the week long runs with marathon efforts in there on the weekends but i'm using some of the more specific workouts and uh today was a recovery run but some of these workouts are brutal. Yesterday was, but they're long. They're the opposite of 1200 meter repeats, opposite of kilometer repeats. So like the workouts I've been doing are long. Yesterday's was a mile warm up, three miles at threshold, which, you know, I was run, not running the thresholds very fast because I don't think my threshold pace is very fast right now. So I did three miles, but three miles hard-ish, 10 miles, 10 miles easy, and then another three miles at threshold. And then a mile cool down. So it was, a, it was a long day. But yeah, I like the way that the Jack Daniels writes his programs, like next week is like peak week for me already. So um, that'll be interesting. Hopefully everyone else is doing well. All right, let's 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 catch up with everyone else in the chat. Sorry about that. I kind of uh, started rambling. I'm going to scroll down. JC said, did my first 20 miler of the training black on Saturday. All right. It was a tough the second half. Warm and humid is no fun. Mm, see, uh, this weekend... For my heart long run yesterday, it was in like the low 40s, colder than Chicago Marathon. So that I was in long sleeves, half tights, and then thin gloves. My hands were really cold. Um, next week, it's supposed to be a high of like 70 degrees here. I think it'll probably be like 50 degrees for my run, but still quite a bit of difference. Um, but yeah, warm and humid is no fun, but things are cooling off pretty much everywhere, so... Uh, talk says it's cold here in texas only 68 degrees see i mean but that's cold for you guys so cold cold is relative you know 
New Vetra says that, yo, the crab hybrid gloves are good from 10 to 45 degrees. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I've had, I've tried those craft hybrid gloves. I don't like them much below freezing. Um, I like them at like freezing, maybe like the 25 degree temperature point. Much below that, I'd want the full on craft mittens. I might need to get a new pair of those for this winter. I have a feeling that um, Crystal Lake is a lot colder than Chicago. Uh, Brett Reed said he had a PB on Saturday by 18 minutes. Great job, Brett. 404.38. Oh, knocking on the door of that four hours. Um, getting close. Great job. Great job. Uh, John is here. Says, hi, everyone. Hey, everyone. <laughs> CV76 says, what do you call a misbehaving glove? A badminton? <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. Uh, Eric Durot says, hey, Kofuzi, how many total marathons are you running in 2022? That is a good question. So I ran LA, Grandma's. I think that was it for the spring. So I ran two in the spring, and then I'll run Chicago, New York, and then CIM. So five, as long as I stay healthy. It's a lot of marathons. You know, uh, I ran LA hard. I ran Grandma's hard. Um... And then Chicago, I ran not hard. New York will be moderate effort, I think. I think moderate. Yeah, I think I'm going to try to make it an easy-ish effort, but it'll probably end up being moderate. And then CIM in December will be a hard one. So that's kind of where we're at. All right. Let's uh, try some of these uh, Bolt Organic Chews. I'm going to try this one first. This one is a Berry Blast. So... Um, the picture looks red, but on the front it's like blueberries. So I don't, I'm, I don't know what color it's going to be. Uh, nutritionally, it's 90 calories per five chews. There's two servings per container. Why do they make the serving one, not one bag? I don't know. <sighs> but anyway, <coughs> per five chews, you're going to get 23 grams of carbs, only 15 milligrams of salt. So I think that's a missed opportunity. So basically just sugar sugar cubes we got here and a little bit um, of uh, caffeine. Um, first ingredient, tapioca syrup. And then cane sugar, tapioca syrup, solids, water, pectin, potassium citrate. A lot of tapioca. Then there's tapioca dextrin. And then black, black carrot concentrate for color. All right, a lot of things in here are organic. So I think that's like the big thing. If you've tried like the Cliff Blocks or the Gatorade Chews, and you like them, but you want to try something organic, I think this is the way to go. We'll see if the flavor stacks up, though. Let's get these out here. Oh, the color is a little bit, like, kind of purple. See if we get the camera to focus on that. This right here, focus on this thing. There we go. I don't know if you can see that. It's not, so it's not exactly a red. Um, about the height of a cliff block, but, like, not as wide. Cliff blocks are more like square cubes. This is like a rectangular cube. Texture is nice. It's a little bit on the dense side. So if you like your gummies a little bit dense, more dense, and this is going to be for you. More dense than a Haribo. Definitely more dense than a Cliff Blocks. But pretty close. This one's good. I like this. I could see eating this like on a trail run, like if I'm running out all day. I don't like to eat the gummies when I'm running faster, like on the roads. But 
if I were out there all day long and I had this, this would be nice. Either, either eat while I'm on the run or I feel like we're stopping, taking some photos. Maybe we find a little pond to jump into or something like that. Maybe there's a nice little waterfall or a creek to look at. Have some of these. That'd be really nice. I like this. Alex, he says, yo, first time back here since Chicago. Thanks for everything. Just over the Norblast 3 trail. It's the same thing as the regular, just more rubber, right? Hoping for more longevity with the TR. That's pretty much it. The, the tongue is different. The laces are different. But I think those are mostly cosmetic things. The upper, it's not a trail upper. It's the, I think it's the exact same Nova Blast 3 upper. There's just more rubber on the outsole. So, yep. Uh, Stevie's going to say that dense means it's slow to understand. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, John Askew says, first time marathon on the weekend. Toronto Waterfront Marathon. Tried to get under 330, but found the wall at 35K and finished at 33030. Oh, still the cowbell, though, is your PR. You're right there. I feel like if you're that close, you just need a different day and you'll get it. Um, but excellent, excellent job. Um, yeah, I'll, I wish I could have seen more. There was a live stream of the whole event, I think. I didn't watch it. Um, Rory, friend of the show, friend of the channel, uh, Rory Linkletter came in second. Um, I think he came in at a 2.13. I think he was looking for under, like in the 2.10 area. I think he was looking to have a breakthrough day. I'm not sure what happened at the end, but um, I'm sure we'll hear it if you listen to the Running Rivals podcast. This is a podcast with Matt Hogger. Um, I'm sure they'll talk about it soon. I listened to the, today's episode. Today's episode was about Chicago Marathon, so they didn't talk about it. I don't think he had run it yet. So hopefully we'll hear more about it soon, but that's, that's a race that I definitely would love to, if not do go and watch it and visit, you know, visit the city and watch it. So, um, I hear good things. I hear good things. All right. We got, um, runner Dre says, hi all happy Monday. Uh, we got Sergeant Ray says my, got my COVID variant booster Friday, been pretty fatigued. Most effect yet for me. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I think I got a head cold the same time I got it. I also got the flu booster at the same time. So, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, still got some coughing from that um, head cold. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely felt it like 30 hours, you know, like a little bit more than a day after I got it is when I felt it. Um, but then I felt like it went away and then I got replaced with, you know, sore throat and a sinus infection. So. Sometimes that happens. Um, all right. Let's see who else we got here. Uh, Life Maximus says greetings from ATL. And Rain Runner's here. She says hi all here for a bit. Awesome. Um, Lena says CJ Albertson is once again run of the 50K world record holder. He averaged 505 running around Lake Merced in San Francisco. Oh, my goodness. I listened to a podcast. Phil Melanson, uh, Single Trail podcast, had him on. Um, the guy... CJ's, um, he's different. He's just, he's, I mean, you guys all know CJ Albertson. He's that guy that led Boston Marathon. Was it last year? Um, uh, running in the Brooks Hyperion Elite 2 or maybe the 3. Um, I think that maybe it was the fall Boston, so maybe two Bostons ago. Um, and he just has these wild, crazy, like, he'll do like a 24 mile run, like 
a week and a half out from a marathon as a training run. Like he's just wild. He's got the indoor like treadmill 50k record. He got the outdoor now 50k world record. Um, and he's just got some very different ideas on training, recovery. I I don't know what to think about CJ sometimes. He's got a lot of good energy though. Or he's got a lot of energy. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, Ivan Long said, did you get to meet Suguro Osako at the Chicago Marathon? Really surprised that he was a pacer during the race. I did not get a chance to um, find him at all, which is no surprise because Suguro is very much in the Nike ecosystem and I didn't do anything Nike over the weekend. So that doesn't surprise me that I didn't get a chance to meet him. I would have loved to because um, I'm a big fan. I love his YouTube channel. Um, even though it's very rarely in English, um, but he doesn't talk much anyway, so it's not not a huge deal. But I re I really like to watch him run. I think it's fun to watch him run, and he's an exciting runner. And um, yeah, maybe someday I'll meet him, but I don't think so. <laughs> um frank said did they officially remove the boston women's marathon winner for doping is there a new winner yeah i don't know if you guys heard aiu um athletics integrity unit came down with a couple of uh, notable uh pops for um people with uh substance violations one being last year's winner of the boston marathon she, i think she got flagged for in competition violation and then the baa was like well because she has had an in-competition violation, we're going to take away her um, win. I think the way I understand it, Frank, is that, so I think, I hopefully I have that part right. You guys will let me know if I got it wrong. And then, but like what I understand is they're saying that that's what they're planning on doing, but they're gonna like let the uh, uh, adjudication process happen first. So, you know, the first step is, uh, you know, whatever anti-doping agency will say like, you know, positive test. And then the athlete will say, you know, crazy burrito or some other like rationale and, or just deny it or whatever their response is. There may be an appeal. Like there was recently a guy that had a three-year ban dropped down to two because he was like, he, like basically like pled out was like, if I just accept the violation, will you give me a shorter ban kind of thing and so they made it two years so i think that they're waiting like pending finalization of those results of like that of that process i think that's my understanding in terms of like officially but um i i'm not i'm not positive on that the other notable thing is that there was another runner from kenya the winner from boston was also from kenya uh the women's winner but there was another male runner from kenya who was on team nn and I think this is a bigger problem. Well, maybe not a bigger problem. The winner of the Boston Marathon getting popped for a, a substance abuse violation is a bigger problem. Another big potential problem is that uh, someone on Team NN, um, Elliot Kipchoge's team, uh, got also got popped for a doping violation. And then if you look up the guy's name on the Team NN website, it's listed as, you know, this guy, he's a great runner, one of Elliot Kipchoge's closest training partners. So I think that there's like a lot of, you know, um, people that are concerned about, um, well, what does that mean? Hopefully it doesn't mean anything. Hopefully it just means that that one guy, you know, trying to keep up with the GOAT is cutting corners. Who knows? I don't know. 
So that's, I think that's like the doping news, I think. Um, those are like the three results that I can think of. Um, all right, let's get to one more question and then uh, I'll get to the next uh, chew. So far, we're uh, really good. I like that first one. I kind of want a second one. Um, question was about the Adios Pro 3. Oh, yeah. Tactical Foil says, hey, Mike, what, was there something with the Adios Pro 3 that caused you not to run with it for the Chicago Marathon? No. My my thinking, I know I mentioned in the Adios Pro 3 that I was going to probably run with it in Chicago, and then I ended up running in the Endorphin Pro 3. The thinking was, if I'm going to run Boston in April, I'll save the Adios Pro 3 for training in the spring and then for running that race because it's an Adidas race. Uh, and then Adidas, for some reason, never releases their racing shoes before Boston. They wait till before Berlin, which I guess that makes sense. Germany, it's their race there, but I feel like they should do something before Boston. They never do. So I'm going to save the Adios Pro 3 to run with in the spring uh, or winter, kind of winter spring of 2023. And so then uh, I figured this would be a good opportunity for me to run in the Endorphin Pro 3 because then I'm looking at my other marathons there wouldn't be any other opportunities for that. So, I mean, I've done a lot of testing of super shoes, not actually running a marathon in them. And then, you know, frankly, like running an easy marathon in a super shoe isn't exactly a perfect test either, but you know, at least I've gotten 26 miles in it kind of thing. All right. We got uh next flavor is going to be raspberry. This is also yerba mate caffeine caffeinated stats are exactly the same. Um, I don't know what's the difference between Berry Blast and Raspberry, but I'll, give, I'll open this guy up. The color, this one's more purple, I think. It's darker. I would think that the Berry Blast would be darker, but I'm colorblind. What do I know? It smells fruity, but it doesn't smell like raspberries. It tastes like... I know this is organic energy chews and like all the flavorings are organic, but um, it tastes like artificial, like when things are raspberry flavored, that's what it tastes like. It's okay. Um, not as sweet um, as the other one. So if you want these sugar cubes and you don't want them to be super sweet, that might be the flavor to get. A lot milder. Interesting. Mm. Oh, yeah. This was important. Frank said the Sierras in all winter got removed for doping last week, too. I think we're talking about the same guy, Frank. I think the Sierras in all winter is a Team NN runner, if I'm not wrong, that trains with Kipchoge. So I think that I think I think we're talking about the same thing. Or maybe there's another person. I could be I could be wrong on that. Yeah. I mean, and that's a big deal, too, because everyone was like, all right, look, see, now we thought the Kenyans were only like flat and fast runners, but it's just a matter of like the right incentives to get these guys to go to these races um, and prove that they're good runners general, not just good flat and fast runners, which I never really understood the argument that Kenyans can't be good mountain trail runners, because if you train in Nintendo, 10, look at all those training roads, there isn't a flat road in the entire town. So it's like, it doesn't make sense. So people were really excited about that result and hoping that that would draw more and better competition to these mountain trail races. But yeah. So I guess there has been a lot of doping news. Hmm. 
Frank says they won't have Adios Pro Fours by April. No, they don't. The Adios Pro Fours, Adios Pros don't come out until the summer. So they they really only get them by um, they only do it um, as you start getting ready for your fall marathons. <laughs> JC, well, I mentioned easy marathon earlier. JC said an easy marathon sounds oxymoronic. It kind of is because it. I mean, I, I just think that I wasn't running for a PR, and um, even for me, like at mile twenty-two, I was like, "Oh, this race is getting long," and some of those pains that you feel in your legs that you don't normally feel during training but you only feel it like during the marathon race i started to feel it you know so i just think that like a certain amount of time on feet your body's still burning sugar so um the glycogen is getting depleted either way so it definitely had took its toll on me even though like the paces weren't um super excruciating you know what i mean Travis McCullers here says, Hey, Co and family. Hope everyone's having a great Monday. Good to see you, Travis. Um, Nataku says, Co, sorry to ask so much, but any leftover pizza church on the Run Club run? There are not. I don't know where they are. I think that I, I don't know if we give them all away or if ASICS has the rest of them. Because I was just walking around. I was trying to do my best to like make sure I did the whole like be sociable and polite host and like walk around and talk to people. Plus, I wanted to walk around and talk to people. And then the next thing I knew was, like, all the pizza was done. I had to, like, grab, like, the last few slices left. And then um, just, like, scarf them down in the corner. But all, like, the pizza was gone and, like, uh, shirts were gone, too. So I don't know if there's any more or not, actually. I don't think that there are. JC says, getting close to trying my Alpha Flies for the first time. Very excited. Did you get Alpha Fly 1s or 2s? I'm still looking on the Nike website for 2s. But it's only like the really gross orange color. I don't like those. But on the plus, on the, you know, the, the one plus side of those super gross orange Alpha Fly 2s is that they're super easy to see. And so I was watching Nick Besta's video um, on the Chicago Marathon. And uh, he didn't like point it out, but I definitely saw like a Ben Johnson cameo in some of the race footage. Cause Ben was like, he was orange sickled out from head to toe. So he was easy to see. So there's a plus on that. <clears throat> All right. Let's see. Um... <laughs> Sean says, uh, racing doesn't get easier. You just get faster. A quote by Molly Seidel. Did she really say that? Or are you just making that up? Are we just Chuck Norrising her at this point? Or is she like, we're just going to attribute all these crazy, if you're not first, your last quotes to Molly Seidel. I could get down with that. That's pretty funny. Either way, either way, it's an awesome quote. <clears throat> all right. We've got some non-caffeinated uh, chews now. We're going to go to uh, orange. I have, I have a good feeling about the orange one. Uh, same numbers, nutritionally, just no caffeine in these. Uh, color looks great, looks very appetizing. Smells like orange rind. First taste kind of tastes a little bit like orange rind. Getting into it tastes a little bit 
more sweet, not as bitter, but not a super, super sweet orange flavor. It's got that rind, like zest, kind of like oily bitterness to it. I was kind of hoping for more like of like a Gatorade Kool-Aid orange, but this tastes like more like an artisanal orange candy. It's okay. I would still like eating this out on the trail. I even wouldn't mind eating this running fast, I think. Like if I was doing a workout and someone was like, I was like, I'm out of gels. You got one? And they'd be like, I got these. I'd be like, okay, that's cool. The only problem is like, um, even with the gels, I've been really enjoying the science and sport because it has more volume. It's kind of like you're drinking like a little packet of water too while you're getting the sugar. I feel like these would make me thirstier. You guys don't think that? Who, all you guys, who eats chews regularly during your racing? Mm, I don't know. Connor Mickleby says, Hey, Kabuzi, I got my pair of Noblest 3s past weekend and got 10 miles in them. Really like them, but feeling some numbing in my big toe of right foot. Have any ideas what that might mean? It might mean that the arch is poking your, your the, the arch of the shoe is poking your arch and causing a little bit of numbness in the front right foot. Um, I'd give it another run if it doesn't go away after, I mean, you put 10 miles in them after like 20 miles, if that's still there, then I might try and return them just because that shoe's not working out for you. Um, so that's something, but like, I get that sometimes in the Clifton's and, but it goes away. Cause like the arch just kind of settles in after like a run or two. Uh, and that's still something that's kind of normal. Um, sometimes the arch is just a little bit higher and it, when it hits, it's like cutting off, not cutting off circulation, but like impacting it enough. And then after a while that flattens down and then it should be fine. But if it doesn't get fixed by like the next run, then I would probably return them if they're not working for you then. Tracy says, I saw a lot of the orange alpha flies in Chicago. They didn't look so bad. I will admit they didn't look as bad in person as uh, they've, I've seen them on TV and on YouTube videos. And I'm just like, those are just gross. Like when, I mean, like even Elliot breaking a world record in them, I'm like, oh man, that looks great. Except he, those shoes are, what's up with that color, right? Um, but seeing them in person, I was like, oh, actually, that's not so bad. I, I, I could, maybe I'll wear those. I was actually very close to just ordering a pair. I'm like, the orange is not so hideous. I'll make the video. I'll complain about the orange being hideous, and it'll be fine. But then I was like, no, I should wait till it's a color that I kind of like more. Cause I don't want, everyone's already expecting that I'm going to just like bash the Nike shoe. So I'm, I'm trying to give it its best chance. Mm. Michael Martinez says, Hey Kofuzi, it was great to meet you by the bean in Chicago. I hope to do your shakeout run in New York city. You're going to love the New York City Marathon. Awesome. Yeah, so I'm still working with uh, seeing if New Balance actually wants to do something more organized or not. Um, we're just having a hard time getting the call scheduled to talk about it. It'll be sometime Friday. Because um, I'm thinking I, have to pick, I want to pick up my bib on Friday. So it'll either be like probably before I go to the expo. But I also don't want, I want, also want to do it at a time that's convenient, at least for some people. 
you know? And so um, I would prefer to do a shakeout run in the morning, but like, I feel like even if people are flying in on Friday, they're probably not flying in early on Friday. So like maybe in the afternoon at some point, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably, anyway, you, you guys tell me what you guys think. Like, is everyone working on Friday? Should, I don't want to do one at like six. That's too late, don't you think? Um, but I don't know. I got to figure it out. It's going to be super low key because I'll see most of you guys on Saturday morning anyway. But in case you guys aren't going to be there Saturday morning or if you want to go to like the Tracksmith one that's in Brooklyn, that's really far away from the one in Central Park that I'll be going to. So, you know, I get it. Um, Hell is going to have an event on sun on Saturday as well. So like, you know, just in case, so you can, you know, make sure you see me at some point. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. Someone said something about, oh yeah, Eric, here we go. Eric says he likes to choose if there's a long run over three hours. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's why I think it would be good. Cause I feel like gels for a run longer than three hours that gets super gross after a while it's like i don't care i don't want to eat that like i'm not going to squeeze any more nutrition in there that's it you know so like gels i think would be nice i also feel like that's where the waffles might come in you know all right let's go to the last flavor for today strawberry i feel i have a good feeling about the strawberry the picture looks great you know the color looks great on the outside these are all gluten-free, certified gluten-free, by the way, in case anyone's wondering. Oh, I could smell the strawberry from here. I feel like strawberry is one of those flavors that translates well to the artificial flavors world. Or the strawberry flavoring. This smells like a fruit roll-up. This smells great. My kids would love this. This smells, you know, like my kids are getting into makeup and stuff. Like the stuff you get at Claire's. Everything like that smells like this. I promise I haven't tried eating any of it, though. This is good. This is tasty. Tastes like strawberries. Well, this is the best one by far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could eat these. I could eat these all day. These are great. I like this a lot. Um, there is a decent amount of vitamin B in these, though. You get 100% of your vitamin B6 and B12, and then you get 50% of your vitamin C from a serving. So if you eat two servings or one packet, you're going to be good for the day. Um, that's tasty. has a little bit of an aftertaste that I'm not sure I like. I think the solution of it, though, is just eat another one. But strawberry is the first one. Then I go with berry blast. Um, then probably orange. And then raspberry, but they're all pretty close. They're all really good. So if you're looking, if you like the chews or if you know someone that likes chews and they're just like, I've been through all the, the Cliff Blocks flavors and I've tried all the Gatorade cheese flavors, get them some of these. I think, I think that they'll like them. I feel like a chews connoisseur should definitely have these. Well, are they a connoisseur if they haven't tried them? I don't know. But someone that's a regular chews user... I think this could be a nice little change-up for him. <laughs> Runner Dry says, I'm a fan of Choose for Trails, but I've had a hard time. 
keeping track of how many I've had. <laughs> I could see that. But I mean, like, if you're out there for a fun day on the trail, does it matter if you've had maybe like a handful too many? Or I guess maybe if you're worried that you're not getting enough in, I could see easily see that being the problem. The thing that I would like about, about the chews is that like, you know, like you could just pop one, eat it, run a little bit, grab another one, eat it, you know, and it's just kind of like, you know, it's kind of like uh, munching on popcorn while you're watching a movie. Put two enjoyable things together and it makes an even more enjoyable experience, you know? Shannon says, the cliff blocks are so uncomfortable on my teeth. I feel like I'm nervously cleaning my teeth with my tongue obsessing over cavities. Oh, uh, they, yeah, they can be really sticky. These weren't that sticky. <clears throat> you know what's really sticky and gets stuck in your teeth like crazy? <clears throat> Those bean boozle jelly beans. That, like, I had a wad of, like, disgusting flavor stuck in the back of the mouth in, like, a, in between molars. It was gross. It was really gross. <clears throat> Rainrunner says, I think I got to switch to choose for races. The gels are too hard to figure out during a race for me. I could see that. <clears throat> the, hard, the hard time I have with it is, so I like the science and sport, but if you open up too vigorous, like you usually bite it and then pull. If you do that too vigorously, sometimes it'll just like start flying out all over the place. Um, Cause that one's pretty, it's like a lot, a lot of, it's very thin. It's like a lot, it's like liquid, but like the, the thicker ones, like goos, they're hard to get open. And some of them have the little litter leash. But every time I do that, I always break it right completely off. And so then I still have two pieces of plastic, which are easy to lose. Um, and then even with the Martins, it's hard. Sometimes if I bite it and try to get it open, sometimes I'll get a clean break. That's like the optimal. And then you just squeeze it and eat it. Right. Sometimes though, um, I'll try to get the clean, clean break, but it'll just kind of unravel a little bit. And then it's hard to like squeeze cause then you can't get your mouth around it. Right. And then it just doesn't, I feel like there's a, a gap. And then when you squeeze it, you're like, I'm going to get like squeeze some of it all over myself and that's not pleasant. So maybe, <laughs> maybe gels are the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Eric says, no gel streaks on your singlet. Do you even run, bro? I know. I mean, I get it a lot. I usually I usually only get it when I'm eating a really gross, like I'm eating a chocolate one. And then I'll have like like a brown smear, <laughs> like all, all of my shirt. You know, it's gross. <clears throat> Rainrunner says, I definitely had some mysterious food substance on myself after the part and a half. And I think it was some of my human gel. <laughs> That's funny. I feel like uh, the Humagel is, you know, sometimes it's very viscous. It's thick. And then sometimes it's really thin. I think a lot of it has to do with, like, how close it was to your person when you were running with it. Because I think it's very, like, it changes depending on the temperature. I don't know. Luke says, you can be like the people who eat the salted potatoes on their runs. Last year... It'll be interesting to see if they're they're back again this year. But like, um, I don't know if you guys have ever watched like CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, like CES coverage um, on YouTube. Like all the tech YouTubers go to this conference in Vegas. It's in January, I think. And um, 
like all the big companies are there. Well, all the big companies except for Apple. And so like Samsung, Microsoft, like LG, they're all there showing off their new TVs, their new folding phones, everything like that. And it's like a giant ordeal. Um, but also people that go are like these much smaller like manufacturers, if you want to even call them that. It could be like just like garage inventors that'll like, you know, rent out not even a booth space, but like a table space. And they'll have like weird kind of like, I invented this myself. It's a camera attachment for your Roomba or was something weird or ridiculous like that. Um, TRE, the running event, is starting to have some of that. And so there's some smaller booths on like the far end of the convention hall um, for like kind of like startup and small businesses. And one of them last year was a company that was just like mashed potatoes in a pouch. Jam Jam ate some on camera and made it into his TRE footage. I was like, I'm not going to eat that because I'm just going to make fun of this. And it's someone's small business and they're trying hard and there might be a person that loves it. And I don't want to, it's not, I'm not the target audience, so I'm not going to try it. But there was definitely uh, a mashed potato squeeze pouch, like, you know, the thing that applesauce comes in, like that kind. There, there was <laughs> definitely some of that. <laughs> hmm. Let's see, Adam says, haven't run in a week, busy prepping for our back-to-back races I put on this weekend. You can finally let my hamstring fully heal, hopefully, fingers crossed. All right, well, hopefully you're feeling good. Hopefully the races went well. That's a lot of work. Why did you put two of them back-to-back? Is that, Was it like a, a cost or a logistics issue? That seems like a great way to make something really stressful more stressful. <laughs> Alex Banker said, some guy next to me right before the start of Chicago told me, I don't do gels, and pulled out a bag of homemade mashed potato in a Ziploc bag with extra salt. <laughs> no way. That's not true. That's not true. How did he eat it? <laughs> did he cut a hole in the corner and squeeze it out like a piping bag, like piping frosting? There's no way. There's <laughs> just no way. <laughs> the best is that like he had to preface it. Like he was, he, he's like, I got to tell you that because otherwise you might think I'm weird, right? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> I wonder how he did. Do you know what his number was? Did you look it up? What was his bib number? <laughs> oh, man. CV76 says, I should do Hidden Valley Ranch pouches. Hidden Valley Ranch is not my favorite ranch dressing. But um, the problem is ranch dressing is mostly fat so like i don't want to be eating a lot of fat during the run if it was more sugar not that there isn't a lot of sugar but there's also a lot of fat if it was more sugar i would like it that's why people that do the frosting they're like all right frosting that sounds like a good thing to eat during an ultra thinking frosting is is sweet but it also is made out of like the main ingredient for frosting is butter or i guess sometimes lard like it's just like yeah it's like you're asking for GI distress when you do that. Uh, that'd be pretty funny, though. If uh, if the guy with the pouch of mashed potatoes also had like an airplane pouch of like Newman's ranch. Now, that's a good ranch dressing. Newman's ranch dressing and just poured it in and then shook it. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> oh, man. Uh, Sam Walter says, hey, Co, dialing in from the UK. Well, good uh, evening to you. Any chance you could tap up New Balance to release the more before in the UK? Desperate times. Is it not available out there? Oh, boy. Um, I've been running in them like crazy. Uh, they're, gr they're a great chew. I ran in them already twice since the Chicago Marathon. Um, and I'm thinking, you know, I'll probably try to get, since I'm running like the New York Marathon with New Balance, I'll probably try to get to the 100 miles in that shoe in the next couple of weeks, which I don't, I think probably in like two weeks I'll be able to get there. I think I'm at like 40 miles in them already. It's a great shoe. Um, I'm very surprised that you don't, you guys don't have, I'm surprised that you didn't get it because you guys in the UK, you guys been getting every shoe before the US so far this year, it seems, except for like the Nova last three. My understanding is that um, ASICS America was the only region that was like really big on the Nova Blast 3. The other global regions were not as big on it, um, which I think was a mistake. Hopefully they see that now and they're ordering some. But um, but with the, I don't know how ordering and stuff goes like that for New Balance. Um, but I would have thought with London Marathon being in the fall this year, you would have got it leading up. Oh, man. That's a surprise. Uh, but to answer your question, uh, I don't. I still don't really know that many people, like anyone on New Balance yet. Right now, my, most of my communications has happened at Eugene by running into people at the food truck line outside of Hayward Field, uh, like coincidentally. And then um, I'm communicating through a PR company uh, as I get ready for New York. So hopefully once I see them in, once I see them in New York, um, then maybe we can, I could be like, guys, I have some notes. Here's what we need to do. We need to figure out a way to bump up that SC elite release date. Although I feel like, you know, if you're not, if they're not going to have a bunch of them out by New York or they didn't have them out this summer, I don't know, waiting to the spring might not be a bad idea. Cause then if you do a spring of the big pushes in the spring, that's when the London marathon is. New Balance has the London Marathon, so I guess that you know that makes sense. Especially since I always complain that the spring marathons don't get shoes, like so. I don't know. Uh, but the more V four, that's a shoe that you could buy all year round. So hopefully you guys get that soon. Um, Eric says, I saw the Ziploc masher trick in Leadville. It happens all the time. See, I think that in the trail space, the mashed potatoes make sense. Whose video was I watching? I think I was watching um, Ryan Clayton's, one of his videos. I think it was when he was pacing Western States. Or was it, was he somewhere else? I don't remember. But he's coming through an aid station, pacing someone, and he's ran ahead to have the food be ready for the person he was pacing. I think that's the context. So he's at this aid station he's talking to the workers and they're like, what do you need? What do you need? And he's like, do you have any mashed potatoes, butter and salt? And they're like, yeah, but they're a little bit cold. And he's like, never mind then. Um, uh, what do you got soup wise? And it's just like, he goes through this like weird menu of things and they're like, no, no, no. And he's like, bacon. Do you have anything with a lot of bacon in it? And the lady goes, oh, we just cooked up a whole pan of bacon. And he grabbed like a handful of bacon for the person he was running with. <laughs> Trails are just a different sport. It's a different sport. Nothing would surprise me food-wise at a trail race. Even like the really like high-level ones, like Leadville, 
Western states. You know. By the way, um, C.J. Albertson, uh, we were talking about C.J. Albertson at the top of the hour, um, says he never wants to run a trail race, even though he loves the ultra distances. He says, one, I don't run trails. I don't like rocks. I think that's a direct quote. Um, he says, like, the only thing I might be interested in is running comrades. And Finn Melanson's like, you'd want to run comrades? And he goes, yeah, that's all on roads, right? And, he, and Finn's like, yeah, which I didn't know that. I thought... I didn't know that Comrades was on roads. But anyway, <laughs> it's, a weird, it's been a weird day, I guess. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, how are, how are people eating these mashed potatoes? Like, Eric, you got to tell me. How do you eat the mashed potatoes in a bag? Do you squeeze it out or do you just like, do you just open a little portion of the Ziploc and squeeze it out? Do you cut the corner and is it like a piping bag situation? I I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. <clears throat> Let's see. Someone said that they mm, did some pacing this weekend. Let's go up again. Uh, oh, Melvin said, "Hey, Co. My first experience as a pacer yesterday at a local Winnipeg half." always well celebrated to cap off the season pace the 150 within three seconds awesome that's great yeah! no that, i want this one yeah. and you know this one works yeah! <laughs> i like that sound that sound will work um pace the 150 within three seconds don't know if i do it a week post 26.2 again though amazing that's really good really good pacing wow awesome <clears throat> Eric says, for the mashed potatoes, you snip the corner from the Ziploc and direct inject in, into the mouth. Correct. Yeah, so you it's like a piping bag. Okay. Sean Marshall says, oh, as well, piping bag all the way. Okay. All right. There we go. Now I understand. Um, <clears throat> Shannon says, can you imagine digging into a birthday cake only to learn it was covered with piped potatoes instead of frosting? I feel like that's what that's what they should have at aid stations. Would you like some birthday cake? And it's like a cake, like a chocolate cake with mashed potato frosting and sprinkles. <laughs> I feel like people would be down with it. It'd be lower fat content, like fat to sugar ratio, I think would be better. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. I love it. I love it. <clears throat> All right. Uh, let's see. We had something from Adam. Where to go? Talking about his two races that he had. Okay. <coughs> Sorry. Um, Adam says Sunday's race was planned a year ago. Okay. And Saturday's was rescheduled at the request of the youth clubs. All right. Not much sleep, but I was able to use half the Saturday prep for Sunday. All right. Well, so there's some logistical benefit to it, right? So you can reuse some resources. Um. But man, that's that's crazy. Two races in one weekend, that's a lot. Good, good on you. Good on you. All right. Um All right. I think that's a good place to leave it for today, guys. Um the next video that I'm working on is going to be kind of like what I'm going to do workout wise. So I'm going to do kind of like not a training, but a training plan video, but like kind of like switching gears from Chicago to New York slash CIM. So that'll hopefully be up tomorrow. Um, but if not, 
I will definitely see you guys again. We'll do some trivia tomorrow's Tuesday, so we're going to figure out a game to play. So I'll start thinking about that. Um, yeah, so hopefully see you again tomorrow. Same time as today, 1 p.m. Central Time. Uh, yeah, that's it. In the meantime, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.